0: Michael Reed, Reed
1: on LMFM. Thursday morning, the first of October. Good morning, with much debate and discussion from now till 11 a.m. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. Two computing errors have made a farce of Leaving Cert 2020. At least six and a half thousand students received a lower grade than they should have in the calculated grades process. In this fiasco,
0: on behalf of the Department of Education and Skills, I want to apologise sincerely. To our leaving certificate students for the situation we are now in and for the upset it will cause.
1: The Minister for Education is Norma Foley.
0: These are errors that should not have occurred. Exactly how many
1: students have been impacted will not be known until at least next week.
0: While we do not yet have the final figures, our checks to date indicate that the error has affected approximately 7,200 grades.
1: The errors resulted in students getting wrong grades across the board. Some upgraded, some downgraded.
0: In addition to the students who received a lower grade than they should have in this year's Leaving Certificate, some students received a higher
1: grade. And all of this came to light just yesterday, but the Minister knew about these errors a week previously. Taoiseach, I'm astounded, astounded
2: uh, in your answer to uh, my colleague and party leader Alan Kelly that there's yet another a foul-up from the Department of Education in in relation to the Leaving Cert. We had the Leaving Cert postponed. Uh, We had a a, a calculated grade system uh, replacing the Leaving Cert. You then had the results uh, date postponed. And now it's reported that 10% of all students, 10% of all students have had an error in their calculated
1: grades. Labour's spokesperson on education, Aon O'Riordan, speaking in the Dáil yesterday. And he joins us on the line now, together with Fianna uh, spokesperson on education in uh, the Shannon, Fiona O'Loughlin. Good morning to both of you and thanks uh, for joining. A- Aon O'Riordan, perhaps you'd uh, take up on that point uh, that you were making in the Dáil yesterday. You believe that the government sat on this latest foul-up, uh, as you put it, for uh, a week. Uh, when... Would the information have come to light had Alan Kelly, your party leader, not raised the issue in the Dáil with the Taoiseach?
2: Well, I want to share a message, Gough, which I think you might enjoy uh, yesterday from a local school principal here in Dublin, who said that not since the 2010 Leinster final have I seen such madness. So I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd share that with you because okay. I think your listeners in would, would possibly enjoy that one. I think so. Um, when would it have come to light? Look, what we have been saying from the off is that, is that government should be working with opposition through this pandemic. And that when issues arise, particularly in education, because it's so important, they should work with opposition. And from the off, we did not call for the Leaving Cert to be scrapped. In fact, it was the Fianna Fall spokesperson at the time, Thomas Byrne, who called for the Leaving Cert written exam to be scrapped without offering any sort of a viable alternative. We had to work through that we, we then had to work with, with government to try and get the school profiling element of calculated grades dropped which was done at the last minute. We had to force government into accepting the reality that the, uh, into admitting that the, the date for the leaving cert results would actually be uh, delayed and then again yesterday we had to force them into admission into the doll uh, that there, there was errors in the calculated grade system and this is so serious now no. that the minister has now admitted that because of these errors, some students will not get courses this year. This is how serious the situation is. It's impossible, yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, she has has accepted. Mm. So, look, what could have happened last week when this came to light, what could have happened is that she could have told opposition spokespersons. Uh, She certainly should have told people in the education sphere, the teacher unions, uh, the third-level institutions, uh, the student representatives, none of whom knew yesterday that this was coming none of whom were aware, none of whom have been told, and all of these people have been working with students uh, day-to-day to try to coach them through this very, very traumatic period in, in their lives. We still don't know the, 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 the impact of what was announced yesterday. We'll have a doll debate uh, this afternoon. In fairness to the Minister, we called yesterday, that she'll have a doll debate, and she's having a doll debate today, mm. and that's fair enough. But we're not going to have any answers, because the answers are I yes. She doesn't know the she answers. answers. Yeah. She doesn't know the mm. answers. So... Mm. Um, So so from the beginning of this entire uh, problem, from when the call was made to scrap the exam to where we are now, my heart goes out to all of those students that have gone through the Leaving Cert 2020. And now we have to face into a situation of 2021 when a similar system may be used uh, for the Leaving Cert of 2021 if the pandemic doesn't subside or things don't improve or the statistics don't get worse. Uh, and and it's going to be very difficult for anybody to stand over the system uh, next year, considering how problematic it has been this year.
1: Mm. Shoddy at best. Let me go to Senator Fiona O'Loughlin who, uh, as I say, is also on uh, the line. Uh, Mistakes are made, uh, but are are these mistakes acceptable?
3: Um, Good good morning, Michael. Look, the mistakes are not acceptable. I think that the fact that the Canadian company who were contracted to do this um, made that mistake albeit it was one line in 50,000 is completely wrong and they obviously have to rectify that in some way
1: Well, that's I not possible, is it?
3: The, well, the the mistake has now been corrected so it's rectified in that way but I understand that the there will con- be financial uh, uh, penalty well, it, it's in a terms consequence. of the problem that was there but look, at the end of the day just to acknowledge that this is Hmm. such a difficult time for students and fairness and justice for the students that are impacted has to be at the centre of this.
1: So the Canadian company is going to be penalised?
3: Well, I would expect that there uh, and will be... Uh, uh, there.
1: And, uh, and that's the accountability in no, all of this? No,
3: no mm-hmm. not at all. But, no. Was there, was well, there oversight of this, this the process? The students that are impacted have yes. to be at the centre of this. And from my understanding, that's what the Minister for Education and the Minister for, High Educa- for H- Higher Education are doing at this point in time. As you say... The mistake was discovered last Wednesday.
1: Was the oversight was the oversight uh, process uh, that should have been in place in place?
3: I would feel that possibly it wasn't the fact right. that. Right. So who is responsible for taken, that? But, well, it was actually the former minister for education who was in place at that point in time. But regardless of all of that, the mistake was discovered on Wednesday. The minister was told about that mistake. What she had to do then was to scope it out, look for the oversight that obviously had been missing and examine how this could be rectified and put right... mistakes that were made and we know from what was announced yesterday and I don't know any more than from listening to the the press announcement and looking at what was in the papers this morning what we do know now is that up to 1,000 extra places will be needed for students and don't forget for some students this may be a happy day for them because oh, they may finally see uh, they not, will get the place uh, that not, they want. Are you re- yeah, uh, and that's not a bad thing. And the fact—I'm
1: sorry—it's a very bad thing. I mean, you're, you're you're putting students through hell here. I mean, this is just a terrible situation. You cannot put a positive spin on it.
3: It's a very very difficult. These
1: time. are very very young people, but, with all of their hopes and aspirations for their lives ahead of them.
3: No, absolutely. But for those who may realise that because of this error that should never have happened, that they actually will get the place that they want as opposed to one that they have taken or maybe not taken. So it's uh, what I am... I'm sorry, I... It's the fact that the mistake was discovered and that in whatever way it can be put right, it is going to be put right. And I think it is important to acknowledge that. As you say, it's an incredibly incredibly difficult time for students but i think that in terms of what has happened the minister is approaching it in the correct way
1: do you believe that's the case a on or uh, i really
2: i really can't believe what i just heard mm, I, I mean yeah. i mean a part of the contribution there was, was was to blame the previous minister and then the other part of the, con- the contribution there was you know, actually this might be a good thing the minister has a happy
1: day, said, day I think was the phrase. I, I,
2: I, I, and the minister has come out and said that students will not get their courses because of this error. He has accepted that, admitted that, and apologised for it. So, at, at what point do you Fall or the government take responsibility? The spokesperson came out and called for the written exam to be to, to be scrapped, and months ago, without any indication to replace it then you replaced it with a grading system which had to be altered after the UK mess. Mm. And only because we were campaigning on school pro- pro- profiling was it deleted at the last second. You were forcing the daughter that the date for the results would be uh, postponed. You also continued to uh, with the timeline, which the CAO often came out before the reality emerged of the difference between school grading and the calculated grade. So, so students didn't know that there was a difference between their school grading and the calculated grade until after the CAO offers came out, and therefore they couldn't appeal mm. uh, w- w- with that knowledge. And now we have a situation, not one, but two errors. So the, mm. the, the company is one thing, but there was two errors. And now we're being told, actually, we should all be happy about it. I mean, this has been a mess. In particular, I've seen a have mess Start. I think the very little we should do in this position, this is for a level of apologies from right across the government. Because I think that those within the government knew about this on Friday, and mm-hmm. not, I mean, I don't know how anybody, with the greatest of respect uh, to Senator talking how anybody can suggest that not one education partner was informed about this.
1: For mm. a week. Well, was anybody uh, uh, on behalf of the state watching what was done, how these grades were being computed, uh, and indeed what this company uh, which won the contract was doing? Fiona O'Loughlin, I, I mean, it's hard to think that that was uh, the case when you look at uh, the money involved in all of this uh, because the contract was for 75,000. The current bill is for 160,000.
3: Just to clarify, the deputy said that I said that this could be a good thing. I you said to... it was a happy Never. day. Said that you I said
1: for some students, it was a happy day. That, yeah,
3: no, that that, that implies it's a good thing. But what
1: about what about the cost of, of this? That
3: they wanted.
1: There's no point in trying to refute what we all heard you say a moment ago, with I'm respect to you, Senator. It, but I'm, I'm clarifying what
3: the deputy said. Uh,
1: okay, but what about the cost? It went from seventy-five thousand to one hundred and sixty thousand. Was anybody watching anything to do with uh, this process and how an outside company was contracted to come in and uh, deal with it?
3: I would imagine that there was a certain amount of oversight within the department. I would expect that there had to have been. In terms of the cost, uh, look, we, we've all come through such a difficult time and are still going through difficult times, and we are seeing rolling cuts. And if it was felt that the costs were merited, and I'm not saying whether they were or whether they were not, I would imagine that there was that capacity for the mm. Minister or for the Secretary-General. But General, you accept it brings into light the lack we of oversight that that's
1: involved. I mean, if you look at the students...
3: Costs in terms of providing those up to 1,000 extra places but that's what has to be well, done yeah, and 10, the ten
1: million system. but they won't be available this year and you accept that one of the errors involved in all of this is totally unacceptable I mean if you look at some of the students involved there'll be a lot of Polish students in this country who probably didn't do uh, well in Irish let's say in their junior cert exams and when they took the worst uh, results uh, as part of the calculation they would have had Irish put it into uh, the calculations uh, instead of, of maybe maths which they might be wizards at.
3: Oh, no, I completely accept that.
1: That's ridiculous, and, and, isn't
3: it? And, and, and it was completely wrong. Absolutely. So who,
1: who is going to take responsibility for that?
3: Well, to be fair, the Minister is taking responsibility for it. And she has set out the steps that she has taken over the last number of days and setting out the steps that she's going to take over the next few days. And the priority is to ensure that those (laughs) students will get, and the vast majority of them will get an opportunity to take the place. I absolutely accept, as the Minister does, that there may be a need to to defer some of the courses for some of the students. Um, I understand that all of the universities are meeting tomorrow to see how... How they can look at the places that are available and how they can expand those days we have to deal yeah. its it's an awful situation. OK. It's that's happened, but we have to try and rectify it to the best that we can for the students that were impacted.
1: The, the, the estimates differ, Aona O'Reardon, but if we say around 1,000 college places will be needed for people who should have been given places but were denied those places or who have a place that they uh, didn't want uh, and now will be able to get the place that they had hoped for, I, if 1,000 places have to be created, uh, how many of them do you think could be created this year?
2: I don't know. I, I know in in the week preceding the CEO offers that because of great inflation uh, as a result of the new system, that, that places were found, uh, and there was a bit of a scramble in the previous week, so we had uh, 1,250, then there was an extra 800, then on the night before the CEO, another 120, so places were found, but you, you, the government can't demand of, of a third-level institution uh, you know, to, to find a place, as was said this morning on, uh, on RTE, if there, you know, it, you can't extra lab place for example it isn't as simple as just creating places because not every place is the same Uh, and and this is the frustration I think that institutions have when this information came out last week that they weren't told about the ramifications of it. Now look we obviously will need more places and, Mm. and the Labour Party will support government in doing that but we have to not just firefight all the time, we just feel that we're firefighting in education uh, all the time, and and now we have a, a situation overhanging us that people are, have lost faith in the in the calculated grade system. They've lost faith in leaving CERT Twenty Twenty, and we have to work together with government and opposition to ensure that the same thing doesn't happen in a few months' time. Because in six months' time, um, you know, the students, uh, uh, six year students uh, in in school now, are going to be facing potentially into a similar scenario, and, and, and they are going to be very unhappy to go through. Uh, what, what the 2020 cohort uh, did. So can we mm. stop with the firefighting? Can we get beyond the situation? Can we make the best of it and make sure that it doesn't happen again? But we, we can't do that if government... Don't work with opposition and don't inform the education partners of what's going on, which is what happened this week.
1: Okay, Uh, just to conclude, uh, if I can, Fiona O'Loughlin, if the minister sat on this for a week, so did the Taoiseach. Uh, She says uh, that she told the Taoiseach she wasn't sure if it was Wednesday night or Thursday morning, but she did tell the Taoiseach about a a week ago. Uh, Could this uh, be... The responsibility of the Taoiseach, in fact, uh, because uh, I suppose we've got these errors uh, and we've got a, a relatively novice minister, a newly elected TD who was put into this position to oversee one of the most important roles that any minister for education has had to oversee in the history of the state because of Covid.
3: Well, everything is because of COVID, as you say, and we're in the the strangest of times and in the most unpredictable of times. In terms of the the timetable of events, from what I understand, um, the the General Secretary of Department of Education informed the General Secretary of the Taoiseach's Department. The minister then spoke Mm. to the Taoiseach, and I think it was Thursday, Um, then The Minister for Higher Education was informed, uh, Simon Harris, and and the three leaders in government, so the Tarnishta and the the leader of the Greens. Um, Personally, I think that they were probably right to keep it tight at that point in time in terms of, as I said earlier, trying to scope out the ramifications mm. of the mistake was made and to examine how this could be put right because I think it's going to be very difficult over such the next few days while students yeah. are waiting. You can imagine if another the seven days... Sir, the leaving cert this, this year was well.
1: so complicated uh, because of uh, the calculators uh, process. Uh, do you think uh, that it, it was right to look at, at somebody who uh, has experience as a school teacher and a county councillor to feel that they were qualified to take on that role?
3: Look, I, I think a lot of lessons have been learned by absolutely everybody in relation to this. Um, Norma Foley is a very fine 60, person.
1: 60,000 leaving uh, our students.
3: Uh, well, yeah, but Norm, Norma Foley is a very fine person. I think she has. Proven herself to be a good minister, obviously this is, is a huge mistake that was made, but it wasn't like that the minister made it herself. This only came to her attention on Wednesday, and she has been trying to deal on with, her watch, it, dealing phrase, with it over comes the next to mind. <laughs> few days, and, okay. and obviously onwards, in terms of you know, possibilities that may have to be put in place for next year. And the one thing that I agree with Deputy O'Riordan on is that we absolutely do have to rebuild and restore confidence okay. in our leaving. Well, it'll
1: be a bit of work, then. but a, a few other things to do before that, uh, because there's a, a lot of uh, confusion and very anxious young people uh, across uh, the country this morning. We leave it there, though, and thank you both uh, indeed right. uh, for joining thank us. Uh, Fiona O'Loughlin is uh, Fianna Fáil's spokesperson on education in the Shannon Aon O'Riordan is a Labour Party TD, and his party spoke Person on education,
2: Michael Reed on LMFM.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for
2: the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to eighty-nine percent off USPS and UPS.